Cold um, open. What? Cold open. Cold open. Live from New York. <laughs> It's Thursday, Thursday evening. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, see, it's harder to start a cold open when you explicitly state the cold open is starting now. Okay, don't start the cold open yet, then. We okay. can edit this. The magic of editing. How's it going? So How's good. Do you like the, can you hear my grilled cheese ASMR? No, thank God. Oh, now I can. What are your predictions for tomorrow's WandaVision? Let's see. Um, one second. Okay. Okay. All right. Jimmy Woo is Mephisto. <laughs> um, also, Wanda is Mephisto. Everyone's Mephisto. Also, <laughs> no, not everyone. Agnes is Mephisto. Right. But, but, um, who's the, what's her name? Darcy Lewis? Yeah. I saw this theory and I really liked it. She was like on Two Broke Girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's gonna, she's gonna become that like diner waitress character yeah. from a 2010 show. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna just become that, that exact character and it's gonna be great. That's pretty good. Well, I think that's why she kind of left the Thor movies is to do that show. So that would be a funny little hmm. little callback. Um, did you see what the- are, What are your predictions for the MC Woo? Oh, that it becomes that one day. I've mm-hmm. become a big uh, Jimmy Woo stan. It's a problem. It's become a huge problem in my life as a Jimmy. Have you seen the, um, I don't know if I sent it to you. It was him, the actor Randall Park on like a celebrity rap battle. And he just like dunked on at the guy. Yes, <laughs> I did see that. It was weirdly good. It was so good. Um, no, big fan of Randall Park. Uh, he was good and always be my maybe. Great Binge bot, find a new show to watch in 30 seconds. Hmm? Um, I'm filling Donna, out. Fresh off the boat, which I have not seen, but I've heard is good. I'm filling out this thing that I just clicked on. I'm talking about a cold open, filling out this thing that I just clicked on. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Wikipedia, and it's called BingeBot, and you just click, I'm clicking through shows I like, and then it's going to recommend one. It's going to okay. be perfect. You ready? Right. It's going to be something I've already seen, though. Yeah. Of course. Oh, I can search for shows. What's my favorite show? So, why are these questions always so hard when I usually have like an answer in mind? <laughs> Page, what's my favorite show? Uh, I, think, I think Good Place is your top. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my recommendation quality is only halfway. Did you ever watch Arrested Development? Um, yeah, until like it got weird at, at some point after they got like canceled and revived, I think, and then like things really took a turn for me personally, plot wise. Ah, I see. But love it though. Love it. I started it. Wasn't a, Did you, what? Started it a couple of years ago. Wasn't super into it, but I've heard it's muy bueno. Yeah, I really liked it for the most part. Did, I, you, uh, did you? I know you've seen Thirty maybe, Rock. Oh, I love. I think I, I, I tie the two together because Jenna, the woman who plays Jenna, the woman who is Jenna. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. 30 Rock, Jenna, Jane, Jenny, Jane, 
Jane's the actress. Jenna's the character. I knew one of them was Jenna. <laughs> she's in Arrested Development, and then I tie the two together in my head because of that. She's in it like a, she's in it like very late as like a girlfriend. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. Now I think touched I had by a... an angel. Sounds terrible. <laughs> oh wait, no, I'm just thinking that because of the Family Guy cutscene where they make fun of that name. I thought that that was the actual meaning of that name, though. <laughs> Oh man, oh. my life is crazy. Why can't name more shows that I've seen? <laughs> I can't be doing this all on my no, own. Do you, have an, do you have an opening? No, you, I, you did the opening. Oh, I do. It was okay. Go ahead. Wait, let me finish. <laughs> okay, final finish this later. Okay. I don't know how to find the upsetting Wikipedia articles. Though. All right, Gina Carano. Okay. Wikipedia. Okay, you ready? Yeah, as soon as I get this pulled up, I'm not gonna. This doesn't relate. I'm just pulling it up for okay. later reference. <sighs> Drum roll. Da, da, da. No passion. Whatever. Hello, friends. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to Qui Gon's Corner, the only po- the only Star Wars podcast so nice that Spotify hosted it twice. That's right. You're not seeing double. I just (laughs) accidentally put it on Spotify again and they went with it. The reboot. So so either follow the new one or keep following the old one and I'll let you know which one wins in the end. (laughs) Oh, I meant to say this before we were recording. I'm not going to say it because you're not going to take it. (laughs) I'm Paige Smollett. Have you seen... Have you ever seen? Oh, I should add that to the thing I'm doing. Sorry, not to not to cut off your introduction. Okay, go for it. At all, but have you seen Silicon Valley? No, I've heard it's also very good. It is very good. I just added it to my binge bot. But nice. the the first episode, like the CEO of the company he works for, calls him and he thinks it's like his coworkers prank calling him, and he just answers it, and he's like. Hi, I'm Rich. <laughs> he goes like, "Hey, it's Richard Hendricks, total effing R word." <laughs> and the boss is just like awkwardly looking into the phone. And he's like, "Hi, it's it's me." <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I was just that's like what I wanted to say in the intro was be like, "We're on Spotify twice. You're not seeing double. I'm just a total." <laughs> But yeah. Sweet. So that's where oh. I'm at, guys. This is Paige. Not sure if you've met her. Hey, guys. A little bit okay. of a, a niche content creator, if you will. <laughs> um, we're on a, a time crunch today, however. Uh, uh, everybody say boo. Everyone boo with me. They're um, all booing. Yeah, I know. Uh, what? Doubt it. Brain's not working today. Um, we're talking about it. upsetting. It never works, but especially not today. We're talking about upsetting Wikipedia articles. Okay. So uh, it's a good it's a good day to uh, we use Wikipedia a lot, and we're, we just thought we're, we we're really... paying back, as it were. Yes. Giving back. Paying it forward, if you will. Sure. Oh Lord, have you ever seen that movie? Pay it forward. 
Now is it where a little kid draws a pyramid scheme on the board, much like that episode of The Office, but ironically? <laughs> yes. Is that actually the movie? Because yes. I've seen that clip that showed it in like sixth grade and it stuck with me. Well, okay. See, the general concept movie is so great, but like the actual plot is like the kid has an absent father. The mom starts dating the kid's teacher, played by Kevin Spacey. So that just adds a whole other layer to it. <laughs> that um, always adds a whole other layer. Always adds a whole other layer. Um, Kevin Spacey's the teacher. The mom starts seeing the teacher. Uh, the boy's absent father comes back. The absent father is John Bon Jovi. Um, and then, <laughs> like he the- is, like in the <laughs> film universe, he's John Bon Jovi, or he's just a guy played by John Bon Jovi. He is John Bon Jovi playing the character absent father, like in the credits. Okay, that's yeah. funny. It's great. Um, and then at the end of was the he movie- on the road? Uh, yeah, you could say, I guess. You could say he's on the ride. Um, yeah, you could say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, is it true? No, uh, no and then real Kevin Spacey has major burn scars because his father lit him on fire. And then at the end of the movie... Wait, the he, actor, the, like, the person or the... The character portrayed by Kevin Spacey. I doubt it. There we go. Um, and then at the end of the movie, everything's fine. And then the kid tries to stop a fight at school and the kid pulls out of a pocket knife and the kid dies. Kid dies at the end kid of that movie? What? <laughs> That's such a bad takeaway. It might be the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh my God, I need to watch this immediately. Have you heard of Stravinsky and the Mysterious House? No. Oh, we have to watch. That's going to be our next, like, after, except it's like an animated <laughs> film and it's like it's supposed to be like a a christian allegory i guess and i watched the trailer and they basically like unraveled the entire plot but whatever but have you ever seen that video where he's like i am the glob glow glab lab and he's like this enormously overweight he's like not even an overweight person he's just like a human slash slug it's terrifying (laughs) well he's in it Okay. And it's just like it's so much, and the animation and voice acting is so bad. I'll have to check and it, it just looks amazing, and it's on Prime Video, so we're watching it one day. Okay, I do think we should do for oh. a Patreon episode. Could be after two, our coverage of after two. Oh my god! What was the thing you said to me? Oh, oh, paying it forward. Yeah, pay but it he forward. draws on the board, right? Yeah, because the whole thing is like that. Okay, I no, mean, if you like, if you. In the long run, if everyone does that, like it's gonna have a net positive impact, but I don't know why they'd craft an example for the movie that has such immediate negative consequences. But it's so weird in the movie because it's what kills him in the end, because he gets killed because Yeah, why would they pick that? There are bullies picking on this kid in his class, and the main kid is like, Oh, he's like the third person I'm gonna help. No, oh, John Bon Jovi was in this. Oh, really? Kevin Spacey. Cool. Cast oh, it's so awkward how like the kid grew up. He's like he's an adult now. Right. That's gross. <laughs> um, Pay It Forward has strong performances from Spacey, Hunt, and Osment, but the movie itself is too emotionally manipulative, and the ending is bad. This is true. The audience <laughs> score is a seventy-seven percent, though. Lies, absolute lies. I did have to watch this in eighth grade, so I feel like I didn't fully understand the gravity of it, but it's uh, it's a... The other week I watched um, 
or maybe like a month ago, we all just sat down and watched like Kevin Spacey's Christmas apology slash not actually apologizing video. Oh no! He's like he's like stays in character for his House of Cards character because <laughs> it was like in my brain that I needed to watch it because they mentioned it on the Good Place a lot. Like the mm-hmm. demons are always like comparing stuff to it they're like what in the kevin spacey apology video is that (laughs) and it was just so bad so i think that sets a good tone for upsetting wikipedia articles because it's just like if you if you need to get in the mood everybody just look up kevin spacey let me be frank where he actually be frank and he's frank oh no he's being frank you gotta you gotta tip your cap to the <laughs> to the to the wordplay, wordplay, but not to the person. Oh no, not let me be. That's um, one of the podcasts I listened to. They had a guest on who revealed that, like, in her teen years, she had an obsession with Kevin Spacey. So they did like a paywall episode all about Kevin Spacey, and it was just they. Have, I think they acknowledged. Let me be frank. It's um, it's a good one. <sighs> that Gina being Carano is in Deadpool. No way. That's crazy. Deadpool came out on Valentine's Day? The perfect film. When is he getting put in WandaVision? Probably tomorrow. If he's the cameo, you know how funny that would be? Oh, God willing. Who knows? And he becomes an Avenger, but he just never shows up to anything, because then it's all about him when it is, so they just... (laughs) But they let him interact with the universe. Right. Um, You want to kick us off with a Karano (laughs) article? Or you want me to talk about space slugs? Um, let's see. I don't. Really, there's not a ton left to say about Gina Carano. I just clicked on Deadpool because it's one of her other works of note. Oh, Fast right. and Furious totally makes sense for her. Uh, that tracks, yeah. She is the perfect candidate for a Fast and Furious. A strong character. lady. Physically. Okay, so you can you can start. Okay. I guess. Um. My first one is about space slugs. They're called the article titled Exogorth, which is just a name. Oh, that's why you tagged me. Yeah, Exogorth. Oh, oh. Uh, all right. I'm gonna look for one, but I'm listening. Okay, thank you. Idea. Appreciate it. Um, Exogorth, known as space slug, remembers a silicon-based sentient species that re- resided in the hollows of asteroids and who prided themselves on maintaining a pleasant ecosystem within their bodies. At least one such being named. Okay. S-Y-O, Sio, lived in the Hoff asteroid belt. Um, I just like the idea of these eldritch horrors living in um, asteroids and consuming star energy. I think that's great. And I think we need more of those represented in shows such as The Mandalorian or the untitled Gina Carano um, Daily Wire. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if that takes place in the Star Wars universe? Oh, I hope so. woke uh, no, non-woke star wars oh hope so um but yeah all i want is just the exogorth to appear in her ben shapiro star wars that would be great all right so i'm gonna i see your exogorth and i'm gonna raise you a brain worm oh brain worms were a species of parasitic worm from the planet geonosis which were capable of entering the body of a host and taking control of it and they had the potential to control entire societies. 
During the Clone Wars, the Geonosian Queen Karina the Great used brain worms to control undead Geonosians. Geonosians? Geonosians. Wait, wait, wait ready? Dear Geonosians, what do you <laughs> You're the worst. Um, after Republic forces defeated Karina and her minions, a brain worm managed to infect the clone trooper Scythe and used him to infect a number of other clones as well as the Jedi Padawan Barris Afi on board the Republic medical frigate TB-73. Write that down. <laughs> Jedi Padawan Ahsoka Tano was able to prevent the infection from spreading further by using extremely low temperatures to combat the worms, saving Afi and most of the troopers, except the expendable ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar so with... So those, those are deeply upsetting to me, because especially because, like, in the, in the episode, like, they enter their body through what, whatever entrance it was like the nose eye and ear and it was so painful to watch there's not like a a shitter moment not there might be an implied one but not that that comes to mind okay good thankfully are you familiar with um the con worm from i take uh, that over the eye though not sure oh me too (laughs) any day edit (laughs) (laughs) don't need um no i think with out the, there. Okay. the con worm from um star trek no um i'm pulling it up now it's a maybe okay maybe i made that up it would like same thing like go in your ear and um i don't know what it exactly would do oh it's the same thing this is the same thing the con worm from star trek is the same thing as the brain cool worm. Cool, cool cool it's kind of funny that. There are, there are some similar things between the two universes. It's almost as if <laughs> I like Don't to think. Say it. Oh wait, can I edit Wikipedia articles? Uh. Oh baby, <laughs> just link everything back to the Spotify page for our show. Um, True, that would actually be so funny. <laughs> Pivoting from brain worms, I'm going to hit you with um, some galactic jams. Um, this is a heard the band called The Emperor's New Clothes, not to be confused with the, um, the song The Emperor's um, New Clothes or the, by the band Panic at the Disco yes, or the famous play in which the Emperor <laughs> is given new clothes and okay. told that only people who are worthy can see them but he refuses to admit that he can't see them and then he wears then he's just clearly naked and everyone knows it but only only the children unafraid of how it will affect their social status are willing to call out the truth and it's his downfall anyways one, one could say it's an allegory um so the emperor's new clothes doubt it is i want you it, um it is a was a pro imperial band during the Galactic Civil oh, War. Oh, that's kind of a sick name, honestly. Right? Who, frequent, for, who frequently got good ratings from, and we need to do an episode about this, the Imperial Board of Culture. I think we need to dig. We need to dig in this whole band's history. Now I'm intrigued. Um, its rival was the anti-Imperial band Red Shift Limit, which is a badass band name. But um, their hit song, um, Emperor's New Clothes' hit song, was called Totally Patriotic, which is fantastic name for it's great a title 
simple um, elegant very simple and elegant um true fans called the band t-e-n-c the emperor's new clothes nice um adds up adds up i'm just reading this now yeah they had a song called uh totally patriotic um it's a great it, this is great i want to drop the link on this i think we need to do some sort of uh episode some watch party a listen party um there was a rival band called Deeply Religious and the Imperial Board of Culture was not a fan of that band, but there was a feud. So behind the scenes, The Emperor's New Clothes is a real world story by Hans Christian Andersen. That's all I got. They had another album called Artistic Integrity. Okay. So that's what I got. I'm going to drop the album cover in the chat if I can. It's pretty good. In the meantime, artistic time. integrity, artistic integrity, and totally patriotic. Okay. Did that not sound? Oh shit! Now you've All made right. this episode exclusive. Wait a minute. God go. damn it! Now you did it again. Uh, okay. Well, I can't drop the picture. Just so. text it to me. Don't you have a Mac? Ooh, I see. Here's the issue with that. I never. I set up two different Apple accounts. Oh. No. So they don't know. Don't tell me that you have a Mac and you can't. I can't. You, you should. Sometimes my FaceTime calls go to my Mac. Sometimes. Which is horrifying in the middle. If I have my computer up in the middle of the night and someone FaceTimes me in the middle, like if it's nighttime, my computer will start ringing even if I have my headphones in. It's terrifying. I'm so upset. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. You've told me today. Mm-hmm. Well, you hit me with brain worms, so. Fair. <laughs> You got anything next? Uh, yeah, just randomly clicked this thumper okay. under barrel grenade launcher. Okay. The thumper under barrel grenade launcher was an under barrel grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> the weapon attachment was available in the period following the Battle of Yavin during the Galactic Civil War. Ah, oh, Battle of Yavin, I see. So it's a, I believe it's a grenade launcher with a under barrel. Ah, I see. Not to be confused with um, a grenade launcher with an overbarrel. Precisely. Okay. Oh, I'm just going to click random page until I'm upset. Okay. <laughs> mm, Soria was the ice cap on the southern hemisphere. That is so specific. Um, God. I, they, have a, to... they have a page for an ice cap on the summer, southern hemisphere of a comet. It better have been, like, landed on in an important way. All right, you go. I'm about to send you a photo. This photo that you're looking at is um, of the Hut Jedi Knight Beldorion. (laughs) (laughs) Beldorion was a Hut Jedi Knight serving the Jedi Order in the Galactic Republic roughly 400 years before the founding of the Galactic Empire. Um, he eventually fell to the dark side and established himself as ruler of a planet. He was killed in a lightsaber oh. with Leia Organa Solo. So suck on that. What? Incredible. I wish we saw the Bel. What? What? What's what? that? High Republic. I hope we get some Beldorian content in the High Republic. He was a Jedi Knight. That's insane. Uh, quote he was killed him. by Leia. He was killed by Princess Leia. He caught her in like the five days where she used lightsabers. <laughs> Um, the quote listed at the top of this article from him was, I may be a lazy old slug now, but I am Beldorion still, which coincidentally is also what will be written as my epitaph. So 
crazy. Nice. <laughs> um. Oh. Oh. I only got one more, so. I, I'm trying to find if this is interesting, but it's okay. not. All right, go ahead. I've got I've got tons of meme content to to pad on to this episode oh, unrelated okay. to Star Wars. So. Cool. Okay. Well, my last Sith part. spit. <laughs> oh no. Sith spit was one of the most common curse words used throughout the era of the Galactic Republic. Oh God, I thought that was gonna be so much worse. Me too. When I I was so excited when I first read it. That's all. Okay. Well, let's see. Order sixty six cookie. Order sixty six cookies were a type of cookie. Period. <laughs> Described as crunchy and having a delightful aftertaste, they were sold in bags of sixty six by an imperial officer next to a statue of Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. The packaging was colored white with clear side on them, showing the cookies inside, and had the number sixty six printed above the top clear side, as well as the name of the product up on top, both written in Orabesh. Uh, there was a stormtrooper who was personally responsible for counting and packaging the cookies. I don't know what this is for. The name of the cookies were evidently derived from Executive Order 66. The order for clone troopers to kill their Jedi commander should be the should the Jedi revolt. So what I'm going to do is next time we get Johnny Boy on the podcast and he brings up Order 66, going to be like, oh, you mean like the cookie? Going to break him. Oh, uh, yeah. But okay. His little spirit. All right. Um, that's... That's all for me on the article front. Yep. Me as well. That was that was a solid twenty minutes. So hey. Now it's time. Okay. Most important thing. Have you encountered the woman on TikTok who collects click DVDs? Yes. Or and she has not seen the movie. Was Are not aware, aware of this. She has not seen click. Okay. She only collects DVDs and she has enough to like fill a room. Much like um the Greek god who was punished for eternity of having to push a rock uphill or no, reaching for the the, the grapes but not being able to grab them, being surrounded by water but having none to drink. She is surrounded I'm gonna by I'm going to say Tartarus. Tartarus, yes, yes. yes. Wait, Much really? Like Tartarus. No, I think you're right. All right, we're going to look that up. This All is right. a this is a Greek mythology podcast. Tartarus, was it also a person? Uh, it's a deep abyss. Okay. But guy who reached for grapes, Greek myth, <laughs> Tantalus. Okay, we and, were so oh, close. Okay. Literally changed the M and the L. Okay. Because he's it's tantalizing. Yes. Anyways, like the the temptation to watch click. I thought that she, I thought that she was important to just yeah. give her a shout out. Right, right. Um, shout out to oh. the podcast Conversations for giving us a shout out. Oh uh, yes, thanks. Thanks, guys. They might retract that after listening to this episode. This episode's a great page. This I don't know what you're great. talking about. <laughs> okay. Anyways. It's okay. I'm about to save it. Okay. Have you seen High School Musical? Yes. Do you remember the scene where they like are playing baseball 
it's like Ryan and what is the name of Corbin Blue's character? Because uh, I remember Chad. his his name's Chad. Chad. Yeah. His name is Chad. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Uh-huh. I, I last night I saw the video and I was like, "Is his name Troy?" And then I was like, "No, that's Zac Efron's character. He's Troy's best friend." And I was like, he's played by Corbin Blue, who was also in the movie Double Dutch. And I'm like, why would I store that information? It's jump in, you ass. Jump in. <laughs> can, can you not just be impressed by the fact that I know he was in a movie based around jumping rope? <laughs> I was obsessed with that film. Why? <laughs> I loved Jump In. Did you watch the Glee video I sent you? No. Dude. You're giving me no. Okay, so let's finish the high school musical conversation first because it's more important. Okay. So remember when they have the baseball bat and they're going to play baseball and they like put their hands up the thing uh-huh. to decide who gets to hit or whatever? And you remember the sexual tension, right? Oh, I'm aware. Of Between Ryan and Chad? Yes, yes. Were you aware that after that scene they are wearing each other's clothes? I have watched 45 minute long video essays unpacking that single <laughs> I'd learned this for the first time and it it's, it's not something that happens by accident. Batshit. It's amazing. <laughs> Cinema. Incredible so, thing in that happened. Freaking incredible. The implications of that one shot just <laughs> of that whole number truly. That I mean I don't dance. I know you can. Like, and then in in High School Musical too, they backtrack and they're like, "Oh, Ryan's interested in this random girl." No, it's, it's the same like, movie. Those like, oh, really? Same movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like we know Disney. Well, also, we what their face was clearly not into fellas based on the fedora. So we uh, <laughs> we all know. Yeah, you know, it, it happens. Hey, you gotta. You got a double beard it happens that's what that's what all the comments said they did it for <laughs> each other you gotta okay. make um so that was very important to me thank you for sharing that with me i appreciated that now well, okay you go ahead oh no i was gonna bring up my favorite commercial that i sent you yesterday and explain how i was um indoctrinated by NBC. So, so the issue with it is that the guy in it who did the news did bad things you could argue yes matt lauer okay i was not familiar with him no do you not remember that when it clearly this was more important to me than it it really oh oh really you think it was more important to you for chance <laughs> here's the thing though okay the other night i sent cameron a video it was an nbc commercial from the super bowl from like years ago and it was like all of the different nbc shows singing the song brotherhood of man from like a certain musical and i sent it to him I was like i love this commercial but it ages oh, i was before. wondering if they wrote that for that commercial <laughs> i was like such a weirdly specific no. song I Anyways, from the musical, how to succeed in business without really trying um uh, but no, it has Matt. La- it was the era of NBC when Matt Lauer and Brian Williams were still on. But so is, it was also it was like Community, Thirty Rock, Parks and Rec, oh my The Office gosh, were all dude. on at the same time. It was like that insane where they're all at the same time, which is great. But uh, do you really not know what Matt Lauer did? <laughs> no, I just I feel like I've heard his name in a song before. He had a button in his office that he would press to lock the door. That's questionable. And it was just, and then Brian Williams lied about getting in a helicopter crash in Iraq. 
That's also weird. Also weird. But no, I think Are I you was sure the button didn't bring him a Diet Coke. <laughs> Did Biden take that out of the Oval Office? Yes, I heard that it was removed. Damn. Which is weird because like wasn't would... doing anything wrong. Right. It didn't know what it was. Slight like. convenience. Right, right. Um, but no, I was indoctrinated by NBC. It was a triple whammy of I watched the Today Show every single day in sixth grade in like middle school throughout. Okay. I watched SNL live every Saturday night for like three years straight. And then I have and still have a big superiority complex about thinking 30 Rock was the best out of the office parks and rec and 30 Rock. You do like you do mention 30 Rock far more often than any other. I, it's absolutely because like, I have a complex about it, but I just love that show so much. I don't know if I I can't remember if I actually finished it or if I just skipped to the end because I knew that Kenneth was gonna it was gonna zoom out and he was like their god and the whole the whole show was inside his snow globe. <laughs> I really liked that ending. <laughs> I knew. Wait, doesn't he end up becoming like the um, CEO? Of Maybe N- of NBCM Shine Hardwood Company. Also, Tracy. Oh yeah, it's. I forgot they like combine so much at the <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah, and like Tracy. Okay, I'm gonna get this wrong. I think his real name is Tracy morgan yes and he plays tracy jordan yeah that's very difficult for me it's john bon jovi as the dad not the dad as john bon <laughs> not yet but he just like kills that role he's so yeah. perfect so good waiting for that reboot any day now but don't know what the point of that was but big fan of that video mine alec baldwin and tina fey great job Jessica's great cast great cast not so. as good as any of the no, i think parks and rec has the better ensemble cast it, it is a good collection of people i i haven't seen the enough to make a judgment call i haven't seen parks and rec since like middle school i feel like i should watch it again yeah yeah pod and rec this podcast is slowly becoming a variety podcast which it's i'm not against I, I thought about that today i was like eventually we're gonna run out of content <laughs> We kind of, we kind of have. We just, we just do. Remember, we used to do like segments. Oh, that was the worst. I had to like, I had to like think about the podcast before I was recording it. Oh my gosh, I think we should bring back. Um, I think you should do another intergalactic house hunters because that was something else. That was a good. That was that. That was uh, really like in the bottle. Truly, those were fun. Fun times. Um, I mean, we haven't talked about. We haven't done standalone episode about any of the films so maybe we should do that at some point but any we, do, we did rogue one trilogy films excuse me that's what i thought it's yeah. about to be a trilogy film once taika watiti uh, merges the marvel and star wars universes we should do an episode about the um filibuster the parks and rec filibuster oh the didn't we talk about that at some point i don't know i know you sent it to me how many we're on 20. This is going to be episode 29. It's crazy. How much bullshit have we discussed in so much. 29 episodes worth of episodes of content? Um, well, this is another riveting episode of Flygon's Corner. We could do, um, maybe we could start doing a little WandaVision because I've noticed we do, re- we do do this episode the day before WandaVision is released every week. True. True. We can do a little WandaVision recap maybe at the beginning. Should we, should we react to the last episode? 
That could be our right new now? segment, even though there's only two more episodes left. Okay. Perfect. So basically Wanda Wanda got angry and it was Halloween and Vision was trying to escape the hex and then she made the hex bigger and I couldn't really tell if it stopped or what. Ooh, I didn't see, I, I saw a cool theory today that Hayward is from the same universe as the X-Men, which is why he asks if she has a funny nickname because in the MCU, they can't really call them Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch or they couldn't before the X-Men merger, but in the X-Men Fox world. I was, I was wondering that because I knew I had heard her referred to as the Scarlet Witch before and then he was like, she doesn't have a nickname. And I was like, it's, did they never actually say that? And then I, now it makes sense because yeah. they couldn't. Yeah. But that, yeah. And I, I heard him compared to like a character from comics that just like hates superheroes. Ah, oh, I see. And it kind of made sense. So I could see that. I liked the X-Men movies, not like into them, into them. However, I watched Dark Phoenix at the beginning of quarantine and that might've been one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really? That sucked. That wasn't Elizabeth Olsen, was it? No, that was... um what's her face from game of friends like it was sent like it was set like in the x-men universe it wasn't like a mcu movie wait is this a song okay give me 15 seconds okay i think it's x-men apocalypse there's like a scene where there's like an explosion and quicksilver saves everyone one by one Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool i think it's sweet dreams are made of these yes by by eurythmics Yes. Great jam. That is the perfect song for that moment. I've never seen that movie, but I saw that clip come up the other day. So good. I like all the X, like the X Men, X Men movies are all really good. Okay. But dark. I didn't watch any of the standalone Wolverine ones. Those were Logan. Oh, we never watched. Maybe we should do a Logan episode. I've never seen that. Never seen that either. Um. So what I. What I wanted to talk about was the Glee video I sent you, which is what does the fox say? By Glee. Yes, but there's also puppets and they're also wearing like animal masks and it's very weird. Okay. But the main the main reason I encountered it, I just dropped my phone on the ground. Okay. It appears to be fine. Okay. That's good. The main reason I encountered it is because I saw a TikTok of like someone interviewing Glee yes. cast members and they were like, when did you lose like the rest of your sanity? And he was like, I lasted until what does the, what does fox, the fox say? <laughs> so I looked that video up and I was just wondering how they were actually able to record it and have it exist. And there were so many puppets and that was like his, like everybody was like super mad at him. And then he had like this long apology and then he opens like a basket of puppets and they're all like, oh, you're the best, dude. And then they sing, what does the fox say? I'm kind of, I'm semi-watching. And then I, then I sent, what is, what is like the probability of being born? And it's like one in 400 trillion. And then I sent like Dr. Strange holding up the one, like you were, this is why we made it to this moment is for you to see what does the fox say? <laughs> Lee cover. I thought that was like unrelated and you just trying to send like an inspirational thing that related back to our interests. No, no, it was all one. It was all nice. Um, I did see that interview. I also saw the one girl, Jenna Ushkowitz, say that she broke when they made her be Psy in their Gangnam Style routine. 
And they highlighted that that was tone deaf, and I was yes. inclined to agree. I would be inclined to agree. I watched. You just it. know there was someone in the room who was like, or you just know that all of the writers were like, "This is perfect." You know, all They're, the writers were white men. Hate to, uh, hate to. But they were just like, "This is a perfect idea, and everyone loves it." Yes. And like, I can't see any flaw. No flaws with this concept. I watched the video of the one character singing Slave Free by Britney Spears, and that was actually incredible. I'll give them that. They have their good moments. They do have some good. Some great. It's not it's not all but wait, what's oh no, it's gonna make me so sad when I remember. What's the thing? What is like the show or movie where he's like, it wasn't all bad? And it's like so heartbreaking. I know it's, it's a TikTok sound. I know what you're talking about. You don't know me. <laughs> All right. Well, you were talking about something. Oh, when um, I got nothing, man. I'm excited for tomorrow's WandaVision. I want that Jimmy Woo spinoff show so bad. Oh, it's happening. It has to. It has to. That's or all. Or else we riot. No, just kidding. You, we won't riot. Um, take to the streets. So I'm going to do a little segment on Milo Murphy's Law. Okay. Not not like a big a big segment. Okay. I uh, started watching it this week because I saw Dan, Dan Pavemeyer was live streaming on TikTok and I watched uh-huh. it and he was like explaining the show and then explaining how like it got bumped to Disney XD, which gets like, which like makes it a more uphill battle to become a relevant show. And then he was like, you guys should watch it. And then I was like, I'll give it a try. And it's basically a lot like Phineas and Ferb, except instead of like doing cool things, it's just like insanely unlucky things happen around him all the time. Gotcha. So like he just like when he walks past things, like they just blow up or tip over, and it, like it sends him on an adventure. It's a pretty good show. But what I want to say is, can you guess? I'll I'll even try to find a clip. Okay. Or, I'll find it on my phone and play it into the mic. But I want you to try to guess the voice actor for Milo Murphy. Okay. Because it like blew my mind. Just because I didn't know that this would be a thing. Five second ad. Shout out to YouTube. All right. Can you hear it? What's that all about? Oh, you're new here. I've got a bit of This is Milo talking. So what are you, a tough guy? Oh, I don't think anyone's ever called me tough. I'm Milo. I'm is Zach. that Kenneth? No, that's kind of an accurate guess, though. In terms of how he sounds. Mm-hmm. It, it is Al Yankovic. No way. Yeah. They got him for the whole show? Yeah, he's the main oh. character. It's crazy. Weird Al. Yep. No way. I'm not was not would not have guessed that. That's the same. It's crazy. I could see Lin Manuel on a show like that. Person. That would be awesome. Um. Ow. But also, like Dan Pavenmeyer voices a lot of side characters, which I'm sure he probably did on Phineas and Ferb. Mm-hmm. But I like now I recognize his voice like very easily because I've heard his normal voice and his Doofenshmirtz voice. Mm-hmm. And it. I wanted to say that I think every there's like his normal voice is like 
the base and then there's like a spectrum that goes all the way to doofenshmirtz and once you know both like you can hear a voice and know that it's him and like pick where it is on the the like they're all somewhere between his normal voice and doofenshmirtz and i find it really funny (laughs) they took out they took out the finney sinfire uh epcot thing and it was really upsetting personally there was a thing at epcot for them it was i don't know if you recall there was a never been you ever been to epcot not not that i can remember maybe it was a small child no but they had a thing where you would like take a little cell phone and you'd have to like stop doof and schmertz and you'd watch a video on the cell phone and agent was named major monogram would like tell you what to do so you'd be like you have to go to china and like do this thing and then it'll happen and so you go to the china pavilion and your phone knows you're there and then it makes a little doof and schmertz thing pop up out of the water that sounds so great it was pretty i was Why kim possible for that which i was a big kim possible fan why would they get rid of it who freaking knows maybe they're making it into a milo murphy situation true maybe the oh yeah and that's the show where i so there was an episode or two where the pistachios became sentient the pistachio trees became sentient and took over the world okay naturally and their leader was voiced by a prominent new zealand actor who was not New, Ze- <laughs> New Zealandite actor who was not Taika Waititi, but who I was like, man, this guy talks a lot like Korg. Korg must be Taika Waititi. <laughs> and so then, like, when you hear one person speak an accent, you're just like, that person talks cool. Right. Much like Morgan Freeman and whatnot. Right. But then you hear another person that's not them, that's from the same place, and you're like, wow, all of the people from there probably talk cool. And there's just something great about the the softness of the New Zealand New Zealandian New Zealander <laughs> question mark. Yes. Their accent. And especially saying the words as it were. Cause I just love it's that it's phrase. Anywhere. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. That was not bad. Thank you. I appreciate it. For you. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocrity is my superpower. Yes. That's the motto of this podcast. True. We should, if we were really passionate, we could take our best clips and post them on TikTok until we're famous. But just sad whenever I think about it, it's like, oh, I'd have to listen to old episodes. And then it's Damn, that becomes... really suck if you had to do that for hours each week. <laughs> <laughs> and meticulously decide what gets put into the public sphere yeah then i was like on page is so lazy she hasn't been marking the best moments as we go <laughs> i still tell people our best is little space freaks probably I, true i still push that one as our favorite as our as our best so good thing honestly we... mace window was so good but i haven't listened to little space freaks in a long time so good maybe i'll re-listen to that sometime next week doubt it yeah. just kidding you probably can Allow it. Check this out. Never mind. Great visual gag for our podcast. There we go. Okay. Campaign tech deck off of his microphone wire. It says, I'm waffly fond of you. Aw. It's from Grace. That's sweet. Oh, did you see the Mars rover today? The what? The Mars rover today. Did not. There's There's a new one now. Oh. just landed hmm. and it's it's like it's like inspecting tool is called sherlock 
Oh. And it's the camera attached to it is called Watson. Oh. It's adorable. That's so cute. I watched the clip last night randomly of the part of Sherlock season four when they hug and I almost cried. I don't recall it enough. Did you watch Sherlock season four? How recently did that come out? Four years ago. How recently did it come out on Netflix? <laughs> four years ago. Is it the one where at the end his sister... Yes. The last episode is his sister, like, yeah, destroying the last episode was really their, bad. Like, everyone's life. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was like Jigsaw. It was like. Yes, but it's <laughs> it's what it needed to be because of the way they painted his sister. It was fine. Oh. It was acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that I, I have seen season four then. I just don't remember that because I haven't seen it in a couple of years. So. Might have to do a little rewatch moment soon. No. Um, you have to scoot because I said 8.45, so on uh, that note, no, just kidding. Yeah, fitness, fitness. Left to say. You want to close this out? Sure. Um, so anyways, if you're listening on Spotify, just search Qui-Gon's Corner and go ahead and click the other one and listen again. It'll be like a brand new episode. <laughs> And if you're not listening on Spotify, congrats, you have a functioning platform. We are on Anchor, and we are distributed to, like, eight platforms automatically now, and it's so overwhelming. But oh my. find us everywhere, I guess. <laughs> Shout it's out amazing to how we're available Wush- everywhere, and yet no one listens to it. Wushka, Wushka, our heart goes out to you. We respect your decision to monetize, much like we will one day. Speak for yourself, <laughs> Wooshka. You're dead to me. Over. Uh, we just, we just. It came. What it came down to was a. Uh, sorry, I know I'm stalling, Paige, but <laughs> it was, it was going to be like fifteen dollars a month to host our podcast, and I was just thinking like, we could either host our podcast or once a month, I could like we could either have a podcast that like people can listen to, mm-hmm. or once a month I could get a chicken tender pub sub while it's on sale and it would have the same financial impact on me and i would choose the pub sub every time (laughs) (laughs) and so that's essentially why we moved over to anchor anchor so to our anchor nbc shine hardwig company thank you for all you do (laughs) we appreciate follow us on twitter at qui-gon pod send us in questions um Thanks again to Conversations. Sorry if you retract your um, shout out. Yeah. Uh, we appreciated it though. Toodaloo. And Toodles. Boogly. Boogly. Great Googly Boogly. <laughs> the episode's over. All right.